yesterday was pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> playing. Uh, we did a lot yesterday. Um, we, we, Joey left, mm-hmm. um, and he's officially out on the road again. We, we talked about it yesterday. If you didn't tune in for yesterday's episode, he's going to be gone. Um, we don't know how long. It can be anywhere from a couple of days to a week to a month <laughs> and worst case, like a month and a half, two months. Yeah. So we're hoping that it's not going to be that bad because we would really like him to be here because we can't keep the schedule the way that we want it when he's not here. So it's just a lot harder. Um, it's a lot more taxing to have only uh, two people kind of trying to mediate with the girls and meals and also recording and keeping up on the social media, which we're trying to mm-hmm. change. So that's why um, if you are listening to this, awesome. Welcome. Welcome back. If you are, you know, new um then you don't know anything that I'm talking about. But if you're not, then I would, you know, and you've been here, I would like to let you know that hopefully, fingers crossed, by the time that this video is going up, uh, or by the time, wow, I just spoiled it. <laughs> by the time that this episode is going up audio-wise, everywhere else there will be video. So, hello YouTube, if you're actually here. We don't know if we'll actually be able to upload this in a full-length episode. Um, we're still pretty new on youtube but we already mm-hmm. hit uh and surpassed a thousand uh subscribers on youtube so thank you for all of you showing up and showing us our support that means a lot to us because we're not used to having that many people actually like interact with us yeah so yeah stupid podcast on everything on youtube we're gonna be trying to do a lot more than just uploading the podcast so if you're interested in learning more about our family life seeing vlogs challenges funny things and even just shorts from our episodes then uh feel free to check us out so with that good morning or afternoon or evening or night wherever you are and welcome (laughs) to the stupid podcast on everything where i'm kiki and i'm nikki and we talk about everything stupid because everything's stupid and we talk about it all so uh for again everybody that is tuning in now and seeing that whoa wait things are weird we're recording um, our morning and afternoon episodes are becoming one. So if you tune in for the morning and you don't really care for the afternoon, you can listen to the morning part of it, which will be the first, you know, 15, 20 minutes. And then after that, we'll go straight into our afternoon episode. Today is Tuesday. So we're going to be talking about all of the relationship advice things. So if you're interested in that, we read um, Reddit stories and people asking for advice mm-hmm. on their relationships and we go from there. So, but first, we've got three national days today, which is pretty cool. Um, They're all (laughs) food-related because Mm. we like food. And the first one (laughs) is National Onion Day. So, Mm. through all the years, and sometimes tears, National (laughs) Onion Day on June 27th recognizes the flavor and aroma the bulb of the allium family brings to numerous recipes. Whether we choose a sweet... Red, white, red, or the ever-favorite yellow, we count on the onion to enhance the flavor of our savory d- recipes. They pair well with meats and salads, making the versatile onion a cooking powerhouse. Added to eggs or pickled, it's the required seasoning next to our salt and pepper. While the onion packs in the flavor with very few calories, it's also rich in vitamin C and antioxidants. Add onions to every meal to increase your dietary fiber and vitamin B6. As a bonus, you won't be adding any cholesterol. With so many varieties to choose from, onions provide plenty of opportunities for us to relish the benefits. Although we cook for with onions for the flavor punch, they also serve up an economic boost, too. As an industry, onions add 6 
billion dollars to U.S. markets, from farm to distribution to grocers and restaurants, onions generate economic growth throughout the year. So to observe National Onion Day, be sure to add fresh onion for a punch of flavor to your favorite dish. No matter how you slice it, the onion brings some of the best flavors together. Whether you like to caramelize it or pickle it, tell us how you love to cook with onions. So what do you think your favorite dish with onions in it is? Oh. Because I love onions. Onion and garlic is just like, ugh. I can't go without Hmm. it. I think maybe street tacos. Just like raw onion on a street taco. Mm -hmm. Mm. See, I think mine changes. Because like right now, the only thing that's coming to mind is uh, is when Joey makes the smash burgers. And he does the caramelized onion, mushroom, and cheese. That's good. Oh my god. It's so good. We talked about it on the podcast before, how much I love those. And I, like, it's one of those half and half, like, I want him to teach me how to make it, but I also don't because I'll know, I know that I'll make it all the time. Yeah. And that's not the best thing to eat. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, I, I would love, I would love to have one <laughs> now that I'm talking about it. It sounds so yeah. good right now. Um, but I feel like between that, because I don't hate raw onion like a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. I, I love onion all around. Um, it's like hand in hand with garlic for me, but I also will eat like just straight up roasted garlic. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I would eat straight up like roasted onion. That's a little much, but, uh, I, I'm trying to think of like what other thing, cause I like raw onion on my burger. I'll eat that. Mm-hmm. And people think that's crazy cause they think it takes over the flavor, but I don't know. I, I just really, I just really like onion. <laughs> yeah. I can't exactly put like one one recipe over the everything else because mm-hmm. i like onion all around um so yeah we'll move on <laughs> it okay. is also international pineapple day oh so june 27th is international pineapple day on the national day calendar and we want everyone to find a way to enjoy this refreshingly sweet fruit this tropical fruit is also a summertime favorite worth an international celebration worth sharing with everyone International Pineapple Day celebrates the pineapple as one of the most delicious fruits on the planet. People around the world use pineapple as additional flavor to dishes and desserts every day. Through the, though the fruit is often associated with Hawaii, the fruit is actually native to South America. In fact, pineapple was first documented in 1463 by Christopher Columbus on the island of Guadalupe. However, Hawaii is the biggest producer of pineapples, which is why we think of them when we think of pineapple. Other countries that grow pineapple are Mexico, Thailand, Costa Rica, Honduras, and even China. Pineapple grows low to the ground and is unique in appearance. It's one of the few fruit plants that grows almost identical looking to the tree it comes from. For example, pineapple leaves are the, are the same shape as the leaves from the tree, and the base of the plant looks very similar to the stem of the tree. Interestingly, it takes about two years for a pineapple tree to produce pineapple. If you have ever tried a pineapple, International Pineapple Day is the perfect time to do it. Or if you've never tried a, if you've never tried a pineapple, I'm a little concerned. Yeah. <laughs> this vibrant tropical fruit has a taste that is just as distinct as the beautiful yellow color. Pineapple is both sweet and tart, though the section near the bottom of a pineapple is sweeter and more tender. Are pineapples good for you? Absolutely. Each pineapple is full of nutrients and antioxidants that help protect you from disease and inflammatory problems. In addition, eating pineapples improves digestion, boosts the immune system, and helps you recover from surgical procedures. I didn't know that. Hmm. Five health benefits of pineapple. Pineapples are low in calories and provide amazing nutrients such as vitamin C, magnesium, iron, and protein. As a a rich in nutrients fruit, pineapples are loaded with antioxidants to help fight inflammation, diabetes, and heart disease. Because pineapples contain a digestive enzyme called bromelain, they are known to ease digestion. 
Studies show pineapples may help reduce certain kinds of cancers by stimulating the immune system to produce white blood cells. And eating pineapple helps boost the immune system, lowering both viral and bacterial infections. There, a co common pineapple myth is, does a loose leaf on a pineapple mean it's ripe? No. A pineapple stops ripening after it is picked. The best way to decide if a pineapple is ripe is to smell it. If the pineapple smells sweet, it's ripe. I did not know that. Yeah, I thought, I thought that, that was a thing. <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of funny because I thought that it was based on color. I and mm. I also didn't know that they stopped ripening ripening after you picked them. Yeah, it means that every single one you get in the store, that's it. That's how it is. Wow. Um, here's five fun facts on International Pineapple Day. Yep. A pineapple tree can regenerate, meaning it will regrow if it is prepped properly after the first picking. I knew that you can regrow a, an entire tree. Um, to give you more pineapple with the top of a pineapple. Weird. If you cut off the, the top part and you put it in water, it will start to grow roots and then you transfer it to a pot after like th three months or something like that. It's probably longer. But after after however long, you put it in a pot with soil and then it'll grow. Mm -hmm. Which is why when I cut the tops off the pineapples and put them into the compost pile, like the leaves weren't turning brown. Yeah. Because it was trying to grow. <laughs> so. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Um, Hawaii produces over one third of all pineapples in the world, making them the largest producer. That's crazy. Especially for how many other countries it said that also produce pineapple. Yeah. Um, that's crazy. Okay. Pineapples grow in clusters of hundreds of fruitlets from one stock location. I did not know that. I thought that pineapples grew like one at a time. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pineapple can ripen faster if it is upside down. How would that work? What the heck? Okay, <laughs> pineapples are really are really berries because of their growing patterns. Okay, this is weird. Okay, uh, <laughs> and then um, so yeah, to, summertime presents unique opportunities to experiment and be creative with pineapples. There are lots of ways to celebrate International Pineapple Day. Whether you decide to be an adult to enjoy an adult beverage using pineapple or decide to add pineapple mm. to your dinner menu, we know it will be a delicious addition. So. One of the things that it's showing here too is pineapple upside down cake. Have you ever had that? I have not. I I am so scared of it. I don't <laughs> know why. Something in my brain tells me that pineapple and cake don't go together. Mm. I'm scared of it. I don't know why. I j just every time I see it, my my whole body just like tells me not to <laughs> eat it. <laughs> like I'm scared of pineapple upside down cake. I've never had it, never tasted it. I don't think I've even like no nobody in my family has ever made one or anything like that. I'm I'm scared of them. I I don't That's know. Funny. I just, they just look so weird and so soggy <laughs> to me. But uh, no, I love pina coladas. That's my favorite way to consume pineapple if I'm not putting it in a smoothie outside of that or just eating it. Like that's those are like top three. Pina colada, smoothie, and just eating it. Mm -hmm. Although the the smoothie and eating it can be reversed based on time of year. Because if it's like winter time, I would rather just have pineapple. And I like it cold. I mm. but I'm like that with all fruit. I don't like eating fruit if it's room temperature. It bugs me. I will. Like I'll eat apples and peanut butter slices, um or Wow. Apple slices and peanut butter. <laughs> I'll have apple slices and peanut butter and it won't bother me if the apples are room temperature, but I don't like like just eating apple slices if they're not cold. 
Yeah. And then it's the same thing with all the berries. It's the same thing with, with mango. Like, I, it bugs me because I love mango so much. And I don't like it when I just, like, when I just pull it out of the cabinet and just slice it up. I, it's just not the same. Fruit mm-hmm. just hits different when it's cold. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that's, that's <laughs> that. That's National Pineapple Day. What's your favorite way to have pineapple? Have you had a pineapple upside down cake? I have not. Okay. You already asked me that. I did? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, what is your favorite way to have pineapple? Hmm. I think pineapple itself grilled. See, I love I'm not a grilled fan pineapple. Of that. I don't know. See, you don't like a lot of specific combinations of flavors like that, though. So I'm not really surprised. Yeah, I I'm coming around to them. Mm-hmm. It's definitely different now than it was. It's severely different now. Than I it know. Was <laughs> three and a half years ago, but uh, yeah, no, I, you're right. I kind of don't. I don't like my fruit. But it's, yeah, I don't like my fruit being warm, so that's really weird. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe at some point I'll come around to it, but as of right now, not gonna catch me eating grilled pineapple <laughs> and going, "Ooh, this is delicious." <laughs> um, so our last national day, okay. uh, it is National Ice Cream Cake Day. So National Ice Cream Cake Day on June twenty seventh each year brings two celebration favorites together under one delicious treat. And in the height of summer, an ice cream cake creates the perfect dessert for just about any occasion. So I want to actually pause reading it for a second because uh, it was maybe, oh gosh, it was like two weeks ago now that we we recorded a podcast with Joey and Tabby Mm -hmm. and it was Unpopular Opinions. And one of the Unpopular Opinions was that ice cream cakes are horrible. And I just want to readdress that real quick because his reasoning for ice cream cakes being horrible was that they are just soggy, wet clumps of cake. And I was like, I'm sorry. Why are you letting your ice cream melt when you have an ice cream yeah. cake? It's like, he's like, oh, you got to pull it out of the fridge. And then I was like, the fridge is supposed to go in the freezer. I feel like the problem isn't that you don't like ice cream cake. I feel like the problem is that you've never had ice cream cake the way you're supposed to have it. Yeah. Because if your ice cream cake is soggy, there's a problem. And he even um, like addressed that. He was like, oh, man, I can't even like having ice cream and then cake on the same plate is like fine. So it's like, but ice cream will melt okay now i'm confused <laughs> i was like how can you have what how are you gonna take a bite of ice cream and take a bite of cake and go "Ooh, this tastes so good together yeah. but then not like an ice cream cake i've all i i want to know where they're getting them because they were talking about oh every time i get them they're just not good and oh man like my favorite ice cream cake is the uh baskin robbins oreo ice cream cake like Ooh. i could eat that all the time and i would never get tired of it those things are so good and i haven't had one in years and i want one so bad but ice cream cake is just good and i don't understand how you could have such a a strong opinion and how how it's so gross and then describe melted ice cream cake yeah (laughs) and that's why you don't like it so yeah i just thought that was crazy but anyways (laughs) back to reading about this Ice cream cake makers build these treats out of any flavor of ice cream into the shape of a cake. And they can add many different ingredients, too. Whether you like cookie crumbs, sponge cake, fudge, fruit, or caramel between the layers, they make delicious things happen. Then they take it a step further with the decorating. They begin by adding frosting, whipped cream, or icing. Mm, Icing doesn't go on ice cream, but okay. (laughs) Just like baked cakes, ice cream cakes are decorated to fit any theme or celebration. Although the origin of the ice cream cake remains somewhat of a mystery, there's no doubting this popular dessert combines two classics. Between the classic summer treat, ice cream, and the time-honored celebratory cake, the ice cream cake becomes one of culinary history's favorite combinations. 
So to observe National Ice Cream Cake Day, order an ice cream cake from your favorite bakery or make your own. I will never make my own (laughs) to share with friends. Whether it's for the baseball team or your favorite hairdresser, ice cream cakes come in all sizes to fit the celebration. And while you're celebrating, be sure to give a shout out to your favorite ice cream cake maker. Uh, We would love to see photos of your creations and learn your favorite flavor combinations. Um, So yeah, like I said, my favorite's got to be the Oreo... um, the Baskin Oreo, Robbins. yeah, Baskin Robbins Oreo ice cream cake because it's just so good. Um, I can say that my least favorite, which makes sense, is like the strawberry. It's like strawberry shortcake or strawberry cheesecake. Oh, one. the strawberry Tabby crunch. Likes, yeah, Tabby likes that yeah. one because she like Ugh. she likes everything. If there is a strawberry crunch ice cream, she likes it. If there's yeah. a strawberry crunch cake, she likes it. If there's a strawberry <laughs> crunch ice cream cake, she likes it. <laughs> yep, Tabby just likes strawberry. Yeah, because she goes whenever we have strawberries in the house yeah but yeah no when we when i was reading that guy's unpopular opinion about ice cream mm-hmm. cake she was losing her mind she was <laughs> like what how can you ice cream cake is so good and i was like yeah it is this guy's crazy and she was severely offended <laughs> because it is it's good what's mm-hmm. what, so what's your favorite like combination do you have like a cake and ice cream specific like plain combination mm. like favorite because like some people like vanilla ice cream with chocolate cake or like chocolate ice cream with vanilla cake or yellow cake with chocolate like other people have specifics oh i don't know <laughs> you so just like l- ice cream cake uh, yeah i haven't honestly had a lot of ice cream cakes that's fair i think i've i think i've had ice cream cake like honestly maybe like three times in my life okay <laughs> that's fair um i can't i don't think i could count on like one finger like or one finger on one hand <laughs> how many times i've had it it'd probably take two hands but it's not like an overly abundant amount of times mm-hmm. it was a lot more uh we had ice cream cakes a lot more when i was younger than the older that i got like mm-hmm. i feel like i got older and like ice cream cakes just like people just didn't care about them anymore yeah which kind of sucks because they really are good maybe that's maybe that's what i'll want like next year for my birthday um because i I like ice cream cake a lot. Or maybe we'll just get one just to get one. <laughs> because I, yeah, uh, ice cream cakes are, are good. I, I I think outside of, like, the Oreo one, oh, I, I'd probably have to choose um, the, they like, I think, uh, and I may be totally crazy. I can, ma- maybe I've never had this, but I'm pretty sure it was a cookie dough ice cream. Mm-hmm. And it was in a chocolate cake, which I don't like chocolate cake. And we've talked about this before, too. Mm-hmm. I despise chocolate cake. I despise chocolate ice cream and I despise chocolate cake. I don't like overly chocolatey things, but I love eating chocolate. So it's really weird. Yeah. But I don't like dark chocolate. And I feel like that's why I don't really like chocolate cakes is because they're mm. less like they're just they're less creamy because yeah. it's a cake. So there's a lot more chocolate flavor in it. And I just I don't really care for it. I could I don't know why I don't like chocolate ice cream. I feel like that would be like the perfect thing of a combination of having creamy chocolate. But yeah, no, I just ugh, I hate even just thinking about it. That's hilarious. I hate chocolate ice cream so much. So it amazes me that like that the having the cookie dough ice cream inside of chocolate cake one which again i may be crazy i may have never had it and it just sounds good yeah (laughs) but i'm pretty sure i've had that and i'm pretty sure it was really good but um no i i've never reading this kind of scares me though because it sounds like instead of having like a frozen cake and ice cream combination that there's people out there that there's like make ice cream into the shape of a cake and just put frosting on it and that's a little weird to me 
I that's what it that's what it sounded like. There was what? it was um uh just ice cream cake makers build these treats out of any flavor of ice cream into the shape of a cake. Which makes it sound like they're just putting ice cream into that the shape of a cake sound and putting right. frosting on it. And I don't think that's right. <laughs> I've never Yeah, I, I've never seen that. It's always been Maybe that's why that guy thinks cake, that ice cream, ice cream cake. Yeah. And then frosting on the outside. But maybe that does exist. And maybe that's why that guy thought ice cream cakes were boring because, or like, was so, were overrated. Because if that's if that's all he's ever had, just a chunk just, of ice cream with frosting just, on it, and that's nasty. Who would want to eat that? I already don't like ice cream cakes to have an overly abundant amount of frosting on it. Yeah. Because the point is that I like. I, I guess it makes a little bit more sense now that I'm thinking about it. Is I love tres leches cake and I love bread pudding. Yeah. And I love it's like any kind of cake that has that's like just got some kind of milky like substance to make it very very moist Mm -hmm. i like that so maybe that's why i like ice cream cakes and i don't it doesn't bother me i can understand not liking that texture yeah but it's just yeah i don't know maybe maybe that's why that guy didn't like it because it was just ice cream in the shape of a cake with frosting on it that sounds awful that sounds horrid ice cream is already so sweet putting frosting on it would make it so much worse yeah (laughs) so so yeah that's great um anyways so we're gonna move on to our wondrous um relationship advice stories i've got a few lined up for the day they're kind of it's gonna be interesting i'm very curious because some of them i think i have one or two that are saved from other other times i just didn't read them Mm -hmm. but uh either way um so we're gonna start with an am i the a-hole okay um it's kind of short and it is titled am i the a-hole for not inviting my daughter to my wedding so right off the bat Mm. (laughs) with no context me personally (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna gonna say no (laughs) okay so i 47 have been low contact with my daughter noelle for three years at this point i went low contact with her there is a lot that happens but my last straw was when uh when she was 23 she stole my credit card and racked up close to four thousand dollars there's a lot more to it but that was just my last straw anyways i am getting married i have been with him for 10 years and we are doing a very small gathering my two old my two other kids, his kids, and my grandma. So a total of eight people. Noelle is better now, got her life together, and we are talking more often, but I didn't invite her. I don't trust her not to pull a stunt at the wedding. It got back to her, and she is pissed. Long argument on both sides, and in the end, she called me an ass. My kids are divided on this issue, so I wanted an outside opinion. Thank you for everyone's comments. I think I am fine if this ends my relationship with her, though. If she wants to cut contact since I am not healed enough or trust her enough, after all she did, uh then it's on her it's been three years of low contact and my life has been better i don't think no contact would change any of that especially she uh especially because she hasn't given me an apology to this day Mm. so is she the a-hole i don't know i feel like there's not enough context to it that's how i'm kind of feeling that's i feel like there's some stuff being left out on purpose yeah i'm a little concerned uh, the only example that you gave was that she racked up $4,000 on your credit card, which is perfectly valid to be mad yeah. about that. She was 23. That's that She knew what she was doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no excuse there. However, I, I, I don't know. 
but I also forgive people a lot more often than not. And yeah. I don't know. Again, the context isn't really there. You gave one example um, and saying that that example was the last straw. I feel like, I guess, okay, with what you gave, if I put myself in a situation that it's like, you know, I, I'm going to think of this as my, my sibling mm-hmm. and I'm getting married. Would I invite my sibling or not? We're basically no contact right now because they've completely yeah. cut me off. So would I would I invite them? I feel like I would still send an invitation, mm-hmm. but I would be very like it would be a personalized invitation. Basically being like, listen, I'm inviting you to my wedding. But if you start some drama, you're yeah. just going to be kicked out. I'm not going to do this. This isn't time for you. I'm not going to waste my time on my special day mm-hmm. to do anything like that. Because a small wedding with only eight people, but those eight people are family. I yeah. feel like that's where... She has a right to be upset about that because it's like, wow, are you basically saying that I'm not family? Yeah. I, I could understand that being like it hitting close to home for you. Like, that's just that's very it's kind of disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't I I don't think there's enough context to make a, a real decision because you y- saying that other things have happened and that this is the last straw i understand mm-hmm. but i i can't make a decision if i don't know what all had else had happened because yeah. i don't think that as much as it would have been angering that your child stealing money from you is really grounds to not invite them to a wedding because yeah. you think they're gonna cause a scene i don't know what happened that made you think that way so i can't yeah i can't really <laughs> give you an answer there so yeah, uh, I'm I'm gonna go with it can't be decided. Not enough context. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this one is from relationship advice. Is my 37 male ex-wife 30 female is about to be homeless and has asked to live with me and my son. So it's, this one's a little bit longer. Okay. As well, buckle up, friends, because my life's fever dream is about to get weird. I will be as brief as possible, but I am still trying to figure out what to do here, which is why I'm posting. Also, to preface, I am leaning towards no, but I wanted to see if I was missing anything, and this is wild. A brief backstory. Three years ago, during COVID, my ex-wife, we'll call her Petunia, cheated on me. We have one young son and have been married for seven years. Wow. I tried to work things out, but her mom convinced her she cheated because she was unhappy with me. I already don't like her. (laughs) Yeah. It was a very high conflict divorce. And at first I made a few bad decisions. Trust letting her have access to our joint bank account. I had a ton of false police police allegations against me and CPS calls. So I put everything up to a camera. Mm. I walked with a body cam outdoors. I was utterly self monitored to avoid allegations. I can understand that. (sighs) This just sounds like my dad. Yeah. (laughs) Um, A week after I put up the cameras, I caught her and her family breaking into my house. Oh, my God. That got... (laughs) Wow. Uh, Legally speaking, she did not get arrested because we were still married, but it does look bad in court. That sucks. However, I took my lawyer's advice and the custody my state gives fathers. Fortunately for me, she fell in love with someone in a European country and handed away most of the rights to my son. Most, as in I got full custody, but she retained legal custody, i.e. she could pull him out of school or get his medical records, etc. My lawyer said this protected me if we went back to court because she would probably win that before and I would look bad. 
One year later, she is getting divorced a second time and moving in with our mutual friend. The divorce happened about a month ago, and during this time, she has not attempted to visit my son. Side note here, my lawyer advised me to play it cool, don't antagonize, don't withhold our son. Mm -hmm. Also, he told me to buy a house I am in a position to now, and set down roots to make it harder to take him away from me. Again, our divorce was a high conflict, and I was terrified she would try and take him from me. I am more than willing to allow her to see her son, and I want to do the right thing and let my son grow up happy. Honestly, that's all I care about. Her history says she is highly volatile, and I am concerned. So, the current problem. Here's where I need advice. I don't want to bury the, the lead here. I don't know what that means. So, the crux is that she wants to move in for a few weeks until her YouTube career takes off. Oh my god. I am not insane, so I do not have any confidence in said career. I also question her mental health for reasons listed below. Reddit, what do I do? Our mutual friends, a couple with three children, grew tired of Petunia and for a good reason. They assumed she would do the usual thing, get a job and get back up on her feet. They also work very hard and sometimes struggle to get by, so working 10 hours a day to come home to someone doing absolutely nothing is very discouraging. Mm -hmm. They gave her a deadline to get out or they would involve legal matters. That deadline is in a few days, so Petunia has decided to call me and ask if she could live with me for a few weeks. Petunia joined some new age religion. There is a lot of detail to share here, but I want to leave the tangent manageable. Instead, I will link you over to the Ethereus Society. She denies it by name, but line by line, that's what she believes in. Okay, I've never heard of that. Mm -mm. I am religious, so I am careful not to make fun of other religions. It would not be sincere of me to do so. But it started with a tarot reading, which led to going on to TikTok, and she believes that she is a starseed and an ancient alien who came to spread light to the world. What the heck? (laughs) It seems like a mix of paganism, Buddhism, and other spiritual things mashed into one. I'm trying not to rant about reincarnations and talking with aliens here, so I've deleted many paragraphs of the issues I take with it. She thinks she is a chosen being, risen above the masses, and of course, that plays strongly into the ego. Everyone internally wants to feel like they are unique, and believing you are of some royal bloodline feeds into that. Wow, so she's crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Right now, I am legitimately suspecting mental illness. You should be. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Our mutual friends tell me that they don't recognize her anymore and that she is being secretive and not letting them know what's happening. I am a single dad with 100% custody and zero support from the other parent. My dating life is also not looking up, but I have a promising career and we get by. I am incredibly fortunate in a lot of ways. I've been getting a ton of therapy for my codependent behaviors and I don't need this. She tells me she will be homeless if I don't take her in. She is not speaking with her immediate family because she moved to another country. If I let her in, though, it will seriously affect my mental health. What the heck do I do? I am leaning towards calling her bluff and letting her figure it out, though it appears she will never get a job. Would the courts hate that? I am very uncomfortable with this position wow that's a lot more than i honestly thought it was gonna be when i read the title um that's a horrible situation to be in my petty butt though says let her call her bluff Mm -hmm. i I, she's literally being insane i don't know what else you would want yeah like there's no how do you how do you get out of that like there is no how does she come across this she thinks that she's some alien that's like royal blood and it's like geez like just like how how could you possibly get to a point of believing something like that that's just insane yeah um yeah don't don't give her the opportunity because what scares me and i know that i have like 
bias on this, but anytime somebody gets into some kind of weird, you know, outlandish religious kind of, you know, awakening, Mm -hmm. they try to force it on everyone because they're so convinced that this is some amazing, new, beautiful thing. And there's some, you know, person set down from the heavens or, you know, in this case, space (laughs) to come and, you know, prove herself to everybody else. I, mm mm-mm. I, I don't trust that for a second. I do not want yeah. that anywhere around. I wouldn't want that anywhere around my child. Because yeah. that's the thing. If you care more about your child, you wouldn't let her around. Because that's the level of crazy that's going to completely shatter his viewpoint of her. Mm-hmm. And I I don't... You, it's not your responsibility to take care of her. You, you yeah. are divorced. You have no obligations to her besides the fact that you guys have a son together. So unless it's her visiting because she's seeing your guys' son you don't have to and that's the honesty about it that's mm-hmm. what happens you, you do messed up things you lose you guys get divorced whatever you don't have an obligation to keep her housed by any stretch of the imagination you're telling me she, you're telling me she's waiting for her youtube career to take off yeah but her roommates were coming home and seeing her do nothing i'm sorry that's a little sus <laughs> because you don't just like social media presence is a constant thing yeah you can't just not be doing anything you could take a break you know sit Mm -hmm. back and be like oh yeah i worked for the past six hours i'm gonna take an hour eat something watch an episode of something whatever but for them to come home and her be doing nothing no she's not gonna go anywhere with that youtube career especially if she's going around spouting about how she's some ethereal alien coming down yeah she's of royal blood and that's just i can't even I wish you gave more context to this OP because I would really like to know more about what the heck this is. Yeah. He did say what it was called Look to look up. Um, what was it? Oh, gosh. I'm going to have to go back I and look up. Either way, I, I'm going to end up looking it up. You you talk while I go and try to find this. Um, Well, I think that if it's if it's really something that's plaguing your mind that... um as much as it is and you don't know uh, how the courts are going to feel about it in terms of you having custody over your son then it's something that you should talk to your lawyer about since it seems like you've been in pretty close contact with your lawyer the whole time mm-hmm. I think you know present the facts that she <laughs> is like, <"Hey." laughs> into this religion She's trying to start a YouTube career. Which is not working out. Which is not working out. And is claiming to be a higher being from space. <laughs> God, just saying it is so yeah. weird. I, so I, I, I found it. I looked it okay. up. You ready? <sighs> the Ethereus Society is a new religious movement founded by George King in the mid-1950s as a result of what King claimed were contacts with extraterrestrial intelligences to whom he referred to as cosmic masters. The main goal of the believer is to cooperate with these cosmic masters to help humanity solve its current earthly problems and advance into the new age. It is Mm. a syncretic religion based primarily on theosophy and incorporating millenarian new age and ufo religion aspects dude this is all i have no idea what any of this is yeah uh 
Emphases of the religion include altruism, community service, nature worship, spiritual healing, and physical exercise. Members meet in congregations like those of churches. John A. Saliba states that unlike many other New Age or UFO religions, the Aetherius Society is is for the most part considered uncontroversial, although it's esoteric, esoteric, and millenarian <laughs> I don't know if I'm <laughs> saying any of this aspects are sometimes ridiculed the religion may be considered to have a relatively conventional praxis attracting members from mainstream society the society's membership although international is relatively small I, hmm, I wonder why <laughs> David, B. Bar- David V. Barrett suggested in 2011 that the worldwide membership was in the thousands with the largest numbers in the United Kingdom United States particularly Southern California wow who's surprised there mm-hmm. and New Zealand wow so so it's basically some people got together and said ah i need to connect with the aliens up above by getting in touch with my inner self Mm -hmm. i look to the stars to learn everything about me and i'm all for all of that stuff tell me who you are based on your star sign yeah and i'm gonna go outside and i'm gonna meditate in the garden not because it's good for my health and i enjoy meditation but because in that meditation i'm contacting the higher ups (laughs) and i'm talking to them and they hear me and they hear Mm. my problems and Mm -hmm. i they just they're so great like i feel like that's yeah (laughs) that's exactly the kind of person that would be into something like this because wow yeah i'm just here random little thing the society also believes that it is to prepare the way for the next master, a um, messianic, 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 I don't know, figure who will descend upon Earth in a flying saucer, possessing magic more powerful than the world's armies. Mm. So, yeah, this is totally some, I don't want to be mean, but I'm going to be blunt, hippie shit. Yeah. <laughs> because, wow, that's wow yeah go go to your go to your lawyer about that that needs to be brought up in court because you should not be bringing your son around that that's crazy that is insane she is insane (laughs) and i'm concerned um i hope that you got some good advice oh okay they have an update okay update i officially declined good i feel lighter like wow that's a ton of responsibility i don't have to have I know a lot of you were like, wow, why would you even consider this? You're insane. Yes, I am a recovering codependent, and I have a very difficult Mm. time setting boundaries and saying no. I feel strange even saying no, but also I feel much better. Mad with power even. Anyway, she did not respond, but she did leave me on red. Thanks for the energy, guys. I appreciate you all. I get that. Yeah. Because, wow. (laughs) I can't even. Yeah. That's. That was that wow. was a lot. That was a ride. Yep. I was not prepared for all that. <laughs> I wasn't either. Okay, so moving on. This one is titled, Am I the A-hole? For telling my mom she's making me fat. Right off the bat? No. I'm going to also say no. I feel like this is going to either be somebody that is completely um, coming up with a pure excuse as to why they're gaining weight. Mm-hmm. And then in turn they are. Or, which I'm leaning towards, it's probably going to be, is that they have one of those moms that is just refusing to either buy good foods, be on top of things, whatever. They're trying to get out of a habit that they're in, and their mom's not letting them. Yeah. Which, eh, I have iffy feelings about, but I need the, um, I need the context. 
So, a couple of years ago, I, 34 female, lost my job to, due to the company I worked for going into financial trouble. My husband at the time didn't work, which caused us to struggle for money and eventually led to him abandoning me and our three children, nine female, seven female, and five male. Because of this, my parents, 65 male and 64 female, offered to let us move back in with them for a while. Everything was fine, but after a few weeks, I noticed that the food being given to us was both unhealthy and given in very large quantities. I didn't want to offend mm. my mom, so instead of bringing it up with her, I offered to do some of the cooking instead. However, she insisted it was all done by her because she enjoys it. Reluctantly, I obliged and just thought, I'll just leave most of it. The problem with that this is that she started offering anything I didn't eat to the children who always ate all of it since they didn't realize how bad it was mm. for them. I also didn't want to talk about this with the children because cre uh, because creating a fear about gaining weight always does more harm than good. This carried on for about a year before I finally brought it up with her. I've gained almost 50 pounds and am now almost obese and two of the children Ooh. are clinically obese now as well as the youngest still being firmly overweight. All of them are, get a reasonable amount of exercise but it makes little difference when they're eating almost 3,000 calories a day. Wow. A few weeks ago, I watched their school sports day and was worrying how little they could run. The two girls couldn't even run 100 meters and had to walk the final part. I told my mom she had to stop giving us so much unhealthy food, but she snapped at me and said I should be grateful that she's even letting us stay there. I hate conflict, so I ended up backing down, but I feel really bad about the, the effect it's having on my kids. Recently, the oldest one has been trying to avoid sports at all costs because she doesn't enjoy it with the extra weight. Am I the a-hole for bringing it up with my mom? Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. Oh my lordy, that's worse than I honestly thought it was going yeah. to be. I couldn't even imagine. That's uh, first of all, that's manipulative. Um, mm -hmm. You said, "Hey, I have a problem with this. This isn't healthy food. I would like to switch up our diet." And she said, "Oh, you should be grateful that I'm even letting you stay here." Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like if you're making so much food and wasting all this money on feeding us all the time, that maybe you could kind of cut back on it a little bit and maybe switch it up so that we're not eating so health unhealthy all the time. I don't feel like that's something that's a big thing to ask. And I don't yeah. understand why somebody would get offended by that. Because if you're it's a little watching, weird. Yeah, you're watching your grandchildren get fat. That's what this is. I hate when people are that right now in society, we're in a place where we're trying to use the word obese and, oh, I'm, I'm, I don't want to cause this fear for my kids, mm -hmm. which is valid because they are young. Yeah. Um, and, but we're, we're in a place where it's like we're, you can't speak about these things. I hate that. This is a serious problem. Mm -hmm. Your kids are clinically obese to the point where they can't do sports because they cannot move properly. Yeah. You need to teach your kids, no matter what, at some point you have to teach your kids about calorie intake. Mm -hmm. It is a very important thing. And it doesn't have to create a phobia of you know gaining weight it's it's not it, if you go about it the right way it, that should not be how that turns out but at the same time they should not have to worry about this yet because they are still children mm -hmm. um if you are struggling the way that i see this is there's a few different options either you take the long route kind of you know just stick it out and try your butt to off to get out of that place mm -hmm. and get your own place or you spend your own money on making food and yeah. just change your schedule so you're eating earlier. So by the time she's like, oh, time to make dinner, that you already made it. And they're already eating. And yep. they're already done. And it's, it's over. Like, she can't do anything about it. What's she going to do? Make food now? And just kind of deal with it. Because call her bluff. You're going to kick me out because I don't want my kids to get fat? Like, that, that's... I understand you don't want conflict, but you kind of yeah. have to. Because otherwise, you're letting your kids down. They don't have a choice. They literally don't. Mm -hmm. They're getting given this food. They have to eat, and they don't understand 
they're they're not at an age where they understand yet that oh hey i have to stop eating at some point hey my body's telling me that i'm full i can't keep doing this like yeah. they don't get that yet so you you kind of have to bring it up because it's mm-hmm. a problem because whether or not your mom is there feeding them there's always going to be those situations they're always going to get to a point where oh we're going out to a buffet today and they're going to overeat and they have to be able to learn to not do that they're yeah. gonna go to a friend's house they're gonna go to parties they're gonna go and do all these things the earlier they understand it with a proper knowledge of how to be healthy and not just give them a phobia of gaining weight is to teach them how to be healthy. We're struggling mm-hmm. right now with both of the girls yeah. on teaching them healthy versus unhealthy food because they grew up always eating just whatever was easiest to make. And so that was grilled yeah. cheeses and quesadillas because they could pop that in the microwave real quick and have a grilled cheese or a quesadilla. They didn't cook things on the stove. Every once in a while, they have, oh, some spaghetti or something like that. And it's like those things are, are fine when you're growing up, but an overabundance of it is not good. And so it's like those things, they, they learned about the food earlier, but right now we're struggling with the liquid calories. Yeah. That the more sugar and honey and things you add to your drinks, the more calories you're intaking. And it doesn't feel like a lot because it's a mm-hmm. drink and they don't realize that. And so we're trying to teach them that. And on top of that, trying to teach them that sugar becomes an addiction, just like drugs. <laughs> and yeah. People don't realize that. So we're, we're trying to teach them all these things. And in that, we're not trying to give them like they're, they've done pretty good so far in learning what is and what isn't good for them Mm -hmm. and they're finally at that point where they can sit there and go and they'll look at something read the ingredients and go oh wow that's very not good for me have any ideas for any alternatives for this thing and then we come up with those alternatives and we have conversations about it so if you go about it the right way it won't create some kind of phobia that they're going to gain weight it'll open up the conversation for healthy food that still tastes good Mm -hmm. because most kids don't like vegetables that's the reality but they love fruit so if you can get fruits in there if they love smoothies and you could put some spinach in that smoothie and they don't realize it yeah that's a solution if they enjoy having you know it it sounds weird whenever you think about it but if they like if you can pick up croissants and put fruit cheese and veggies in it because Mm -hmm. most people don't realize that it's such a great combination first of all (laughs) and they don't they if they are eating the fruit cheese and croissant they're not even going to really realize that there's a vegetable in there so it's just there are creative ways to go about feeding your kids good food mm-hmm. without creating a an environment where they are afraid of gaining weight, of calories, of counting all those things and giving them some kind of bad negative effect. It's just it's literally just a matter of paying attention and mm-hmm. having the right conversations. Don't sit down your kids and go, look, you're fat, because that's yeah. not going to that's not going to solve the problem. They're going to go, what? Oh, OK. And they're going to cry. But if you sit them down and go, hey, I want to have this conversation about good and bad foods and I want us to try to work on being healthier with our foods don't have any connotation that it's that they have some kind of negativity already there yeah. because then it's going to be easier but as far as your mom goes and as far as are you the a-hole absolutely not mm-hmm. um there's literally no universe where you could be the a-hole by bringing up that you're concerned about your kid's health yeah there's no world <laughs> so you have to get over the conflict thing you do because otherwise like i said you're letting your kids down that's my that's my rant I very much felt strongly about this, as you can tell. Yeah. <laughs> Anything you want to add? I... No, not not add. It would just be reiterating that you can't go about this without causing any kind of conflict. Because yeah. she obviously feels very strongly about this for some reason. So... So there's an update. Okay. 
I again, I have not read these, so I don't know the update at all. So I brought it up again more harshly with my mom, but she refused to budge. So I took the kids to a pediatrician. It went mm-hmm. how you might expect. They need to lose weight and have to cut down on how much they're eating. I explained the situation, and he wrote a note from my mom explaining the importance of the kids losing weight. After reading some of the comments, I suggested I be in control of serving the food so she couldn't still cook, or so that she could still cook, but I had control of portions. My mother wasn't so keen on this, so we met in the middle and allowed the children to get their own servings. Although they still took more than was probably healthy, it was less than before, so progress was made. Mm -hmm. My mom still did did my portion, and it was still very large, but I just didn't mention it, and I just ate it because I didn't want to annoy her just when I was making progress. After dinner, I managed to convince my two youngest children to come on a walk with me and my dad. The walk wasn't long, probably only about a mile, but it was a step in the right direction. However, when I got home, my mom told me she had given my oldest daughter, who stayed behind, seconds because she looked happy. I told her not to do that again, but she was pretty noncommittal, so I'm sure I'm not sure I trust her. And just to clear up a few misconceptions, I have a job, but it is basically minimum wage. My mom is also obese, or very nearly mm. obese, so it isn't just us it's affecting. Yeah, um, I I do want to see the the question was because the question is, am I the a hole for telling my mom she's making me fat? Um, and a lot of the comments are mad um, because they're saying you are the a hole for basically neglecting your kids to the point of them being obese and not doing anything about it, which is not the answer to the question. I want to say is like, I yeah. yes, technically by that standpoint. Oh, yeah. You are, you're being a mm-hmm. very bad mom. You let it get this bad before you started worrying about it. Yeah. And that's, that's what concerns me. We noticed that Lily was intaking a lot more sugar and we said, whoa, immediately. Like, how can you, like, and that was, like, we're not in charge of what they drink. And that was where the issue was, is that she was putting a lot of sugar, a lot of sugar mm-hmm. in her tea. And we realized that our sugar was going down faster. And then we came across her uh, water bottle one time where there was about oh, yeah. an inch worth of, worth of sludge just from sugar being at the bottom and not dissolving. Yep. And it was it was very bad. Um, and yeah, so we, we caught, caught that. She was doing it with lemonade. When she was making homemade lemonade, quote unquote, mm-hmm. by putting half a cup of sugar in an eight ounce cup <laughs> and then lemon juice and water and drinking that. Um, yeah. by putting it in her tea that was a, I think a 24 ounce bottle uh, water bottle and yeah like I said an inch worth of sugar was sitting at the bottom of it that hadn't dissolved so yeah. I, it's it's it was very concerning that she was intaking that much especially because she's not a big kid so mm-hmm. it's not like this was you know she and she's not out doing a bunch of sports and running around all the time so it was like yeah that girly that's that's how you get diabetes yeah <laughs> that's literally just straight up asking for diabetes right off the bat you're gonna become and we had to explain what glucose was what blood sugar was mm-hmm. what all the how your body processes all the foods that they process and since then she has started to go oh and she just likes the problem is she doesn't like drinking water so she wants flavored water so she goes okay i can have sugar just i need to not have sugar in my drinks because i don't realize how much i'm doing it blah 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 yeah. and it's not happened since so there is a lot there are a lot of ways to go about this but yeah you i couldn't imagine not realizing something like that yeah. for long enough that your kids gained a significant amount of weight before you went whoa my mom's the problem because mm-hmm. no you were part of the problem you didn't do anything about it you avoided the conflict cuz you didn't want to deal with it and and in turn your kids suffered for it mm-hmm. so yeah i pff, that's that's a little heavy um 
this one is short, and this will be the last one we do because we're nearing the end of our episode here. Okay. Um, it is titled, I, 30 female, I'm going to meet my fiance's 25 male family for the first time. He wants me to lie about what I do for work. Right off the bat, I'm going to go with some kind of sex work. Mm-hmm. Like OnlyFans or something, because that's the only thing that I can think of that I'm going to be very, very concerned if that's not what it is, because I couldn't imagine any other situation where I'd be like, oh, I don't want you to tell my parents what you do for a living. I feel like any other mm-hmm. any other job is really kind of like, why? Yeah. So my fiance and I have been together for a year. He's from out of state, and tomorrow we are flying to his hometown. This is the first time I'll be meeting his family. He told me to lie about what I do for work to avoid scrutiny. I'm an exotic dancer and college student. Pays my rent, bills, and tuition. I don't feel comfortable making up a gig. I don't feel comfortable saying I'm unemployed either. I don't feel comfortable lying in general. I'm not ashamed of what I do. I feel like what difference does it make? It's going to slip somehow, someday. I will not and do not boast about it. In my opinion, that's his family's problems if they're going to judge who I am as an entire individual by my job. Low-key a tad anxious. I don't know. What would you do in this instance? I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I, I, it's not worth it. For what? If he can't stand by you because that's what you do then he's got his own internal issues about the way that he is with his parents or his family it's not uh, the only the only way that i can understand is if he's got like young siblings like yeah still young enough to not really know what that is and be like hey listen just basically end it by saying oh i don't want to talk about it right now or whatever you have a conversation with the mm-hmm. kids aren't around like then i'd be like you know what that's fair i don't want to go around talking about how i'm a stripper in yeah. front of your 10 year old you know brother <laughs> like that's not exactly some you know conversation for the dinner table yeah <laughs> but no you shouldn't it's always a red flag to me when a partner wants you to lie for them mm-hmm. to not feel whatever it is that they don't want to feel yeah it's it i don't like it it rubs off the wrong way and it just makes me think like well if he's already uncomfortable telling his parents what you do mm-hmm. then how is he ever going to bring it up yeah like this is it, it is it is a well-paying job he is go you are paying your bills your rent everything like you're perfectly fine you're well off because of that mm-hmm. at some point they're gonna start poking around with more questions yeah because either you have to come up with an equally large er- money-earning job that's going to explain how you don't need help from him to pay for all of the things that you have. Yeah. And you're going to have to s- keep up with that lie until he decides it's okay for them to know, which I just I don't like that. I've never liked that. And I've never understood how somebody can literally get into a relationship with a stripper or a sex worker of any kind and go, but I don't want my family to know. Yeah. It's like, why? You made this decision. <laughs> we don't have to be together. <laughs> like, I don't understand what the the thought process is there. It just seems, yeah. yeah. That's, that's my two cents. You got anything? <sighs> just, you, no, you shouldn't have to lie. It's the same the same kind of thing that i it's it's a red flag you 100% made this decision on your own to be with this person and you really should stick by her and i feel like you got some big daddy issues or mommy <laughs> issues if you're yeah. going to go hey i love you and all and i know that we're <laughs> going to get married but i don't want you to tell my mommy <laughs> 
I don't want my mommy to find out that you do things with other people. Yeah, it's <laughs> like who <laughs> I just it's it's a little dramatic, honestly. Yeah, I just you're adults. Yeah. Everybody did. I just I don't know. And I just don't understand it. Maybe it's just because it's no things like that have never bothered me. Yeah. So I don't understand that people when people don't want their family to know things like that. Mm-hmm. Like d- like let's say tomorrow I become some big huge OnlyFans creator. Like yeah. if my parents find out, they're like, "Oh my god, is that you?" I'm going to go, "Yeah." Sucks to suck. Yeah. <laughs> like is it pays like, the I'm bills. Not, I'm not going to go outright be like, "Hey, just, just wanted, wanted to, to let, let you, you know. know. Check out my OnlyFans, mom." Like, yeah. no, well, I'm not going to go outright do that, but if I get asked, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Why why would I? Are they already know. They're going to find this that's how I feel about that. They're going to find out. Mm-hmm. This isn't something, "Oh, what do you do for a living? I am a doctor." "Oh, really? What kind of doctor?" Yeah. Uh, Whew, like, I guess you have to come up with such an intricate lie to make all of it make sense. And I don't like mm-hmm. that. That just, ugh. I don't understand people that, that do those things. But anyways, um, so yeah, that's uh, that's our relationship advice for the day. Uh, if you enjoyed that, be sure to check out our all of the rest of our episodes because we do this every week. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. multiple times a week. And we probably will be doing it multiple times a week. So... Uh, yeah, definitely tune back in. Um, and like I said, hopefully, fingers crossed, go ahead and check Stupid Podcast on everything on YouTube. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully, we will have this up in video format on YouTube. If not uh, full length, then in parts. And you'll be able to enjoy watching us as well as hearing us. Um, and uh, until then, because, again, we tried this before once already, but now we yeah. have a new camera. So yes. we actually have a camera that stays recording. <laughs> so we don't have to worry about getting 10 minutes in and then going oh wow would you look at that it's not recording anymore yeah uh, and this one also has an indicator light so if it does stop recording we'll be able to tell yep it's crazy you know we've got some some big changes that we've been having go on so uh yeah hope you guys enjoyed this um mm-hmm. if you have any kind of stories that you want us to cover um feel free to either type them out to us send them to us you know link us to a reddit story that you want to hear us read about and give our advice on or anything like that because we enjoy doing things like this and um if you tune in to uh yesterday's afternoon episode the last afternoon episode for the foreseeable future um we read uh and we're gonna do it again tomorrow um i have some diary things that i've been reading to the Mm. girls and we've been enjoying how absolutely dramatic I am, or and I was. Not like that anymore. I, I'm still dramatic, but not to the point that I was when I was in school. Um, yeah. And it's very, very entertaining. I'll be sure to add in a little snippet here. So, so yeah. Hope you enjoyed, and uh, we will see you, hopefully. If yeah. you're listening, then you'll hear us <laughs> tomorrow. Um, mm-hmm. Every episode, 7 a.m. still. Tune in for the morning part of it in the beginning. Don't If you don't want that, go ahead and skip through, and we'll see your afternoon stuff. So until then, peace out with your peace out. Bye! My lordy. That was a crazy episode. Yeah. <laughs>